This is Weon, and you're listening to Gravitas Podcast, making sense of the news. Budgets can be transformative. You know what happens on budget day? Every Indian becomes an economist. Investments, deficit, disinvestment, you'll hear a lot of those big words being thrown around. But at the end of the day, two things matter, what worked and what did not. This union budget was no different in that respect. We've identified six things that worked this year. Number one is the focus on new sectors. Mental health, gaming, animation, usually these things never make it to the budget. This year they did. India is setting up a special task force to harness gaming and animation. How to build domestic capacity? What does the market need? This task force will discuss all of that. Not only is this a new money-spinning sector, it is also something that the youth understand, something they're good at. Number two, the green push. Around 19,500 crores have been allocated for making solar modules, not directly, but as incentives. The government has also announced a green bond and a national battery swapping scheme. It's like a green pivot in the budget. India wants to be carbon neutral by 2070, and for that, the budget must reflect green ambitions. Number three, self-sufficiency in defense. Again, very important. Until now, India has been a buyer in the defense market. Self-sufficiency is the first step towards becoming a seller. First, you supply your own army, and then you sell abroad. By doing this, India can save money and gain strategic edge. Number four, a neighborhood outreach. We rarely talk about this aspect of the budget. Overall, the Indian Foreign Ministry has been given 17,000 crore rupees. Out of this, aid is dispersed to multiple countries, 2,200 crores for Bhutan, 200 crores for Afghanistan, 300 for Bangladesh, 750 for Nepal, 360 for the Maldives, and 600 crores for Myanmar. These donations reaffirm India's commitment to South Asia. Remember, Afghanistan has a Taliban government now. Myanmar has a military junta. Yet both countries are getting aid from India. What does this tell you? That India's commitment is to the people, not the regimes. Number five, a red carpet for international universities. India is inviting them to set up campuses in Gujarat. What will they teach? Financial management, fintech, science and technology, engineering. What is special about these universities? Domestic regulations will not apply to them. They will follow international norms and standards. It means more opportunities for the youth, more skilled labor for the Indian economy. Number six, a targeted budget approach. Now this is more of a cultural change, you could say. Just think about budgets of the past. What do you remember about them? A dozen populist schemes, massive allocations, and incomprehensible numbers. This year, it was different. The focus was not on big ticket projects. The focus was on direction. A roadmap to becoming a $5 trillion economy. In the past, that was not the case. We considered the budget to be a financial silver bullet. Announce projects, allocate money, and implement them for the rest of the year. But times have changed. Today, most of the work is done outside the budget. The government lays out the direction. The economy follows. That's what happens in most countries. Take startups, for instance. They're emerging as the new engines of India's growth. Today, the government offered them new tax benefits. If your startup is incorporated before March 2023, you will get 100% tax rebate for three years. Earlier, the eligibility was until March 2021. It has now been extended. Plus, the credit line for small enterprises has been expanded. In total, 5 lakh crore is available 
for such firms. So broadly speaking, this budget focuses on two things, stability and new frontiers. We are tentatively emerging from a pandemic, so tinkering too much would have been counterproductive, like major tax upheavals or massive spending programs. The key now is stability because remember, growth is a marathon, not a sprint. At the same time, the budget reflects the new India. There was focus on games, animation, mental health, climate change. These are programs for the future. You won't see dividends today or tomorrow. It's about investing both money and patience. Does that mean this was a perfect budget? Of course not. A perfect budget does not exist. Some will cheer it, some will criticize it. For instance, you could argue that there is little relief for the middle class. Around 85% of India's working population suffered financially during the pandemic. They could have used a tax cut. Also disinvestment. In the last budget, the target was 1.75 lakh crores. This year, 65,000 crores. Is this a case of setting realistic expectations or a larger pivot in policy? We'll have to wait for those answers. Like I said, no budget is perfect. It's all about your expectations, your current economic atmosphere, and your overall political direction. In that sense, this budget does the job. It provides stability today, plus sets the foundation for tomorrow. Both the Prime Minister and the Finance Minister made that clear. This budget, more infrastructure, more investment, more growth, और मोर जॉब्स की नई संभावनाओं से भरा हुआ है और एक नया क्षेत्र और खुला है और वो है ग्रीन जॉब्स का ये बजट तत्कालीन आवश्यकताओं का भी समाधान करता है और देश के युवाओं के उज्जवल भविष्य को भी सुनिश्चित करता है this year marks the 75th year of India's independence. The budget is a blueprint for the next 25 years. What India will look like at 100 years of independence. It's a delicate balance. Whether it'll work or not, only time, as they say, will tell.